Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Lionel cast, the Lionel train cast. And we are going to today talk about the Vision Line gen set. I had to switch it up a little bit because of some issues with my um interview um other than that yeah we're gonna keep on the straight track <laughs> i just made an unintentional pun um to go straight for the vision line genset so welcome today vision line genset um i'll tell you a little background info about the real thing um, built by the National Railway Equipment Company, the clean and efficient genset switcher sets the standard for environmental friendliness on the modern rails. This diesel engine emits 80% fewer potents into the air than smaller engines, uses far less fuel, and meets the government's most stringent regulatory nose-level requirements. These separate 700 horsepower generator set or gen sets power this unique locomotive powered by its own exhaust stack. These engines are designed to operate independently in a pair or all three at once, depending on the current needs of the loco. They also utilize the ingenious sleep time technology when idling. Only one of three engines stays active. When resting for too long, all three engines shut down automatically at a pre-programmed time. That's a little background on that. Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lionel cast, the Lionel train cast. And we are going to today talk about the Vision Line gen set. I had to switch it up a little bit because of some issues with my um, interview. Um, other than that, yeah, we're going to keep on the straight track. <laughs> I just made an unintentional pun. Um, to go straight for the Vision Line genset. So welcome. Today, Vision Line genset. Um, I'll tell you a little background info about the real thing. Um, built by the National Railway Equipment Company, the clean and efficient genset switcher sets the standard for environmental friendliness on the modern rails. This diesel engine emits 80% fewer potents into the air than smaller engines, uses far less fuel, and meets the government's most stringent regulatory nose-level requirements. These separate 700 horsepower generator set or gen sets power this unique locomotive powered by its own exhaust stack. These engines are designed to operate independently in a pair or all three at once, depending on the current needs of the loco. They also utilize the ingenious sleep time technology when idling. Only one of three engines stays active. When resting for too long, all three engines shut down automatically at a pre-programmed time. 
So that's a little background on that. So this is legacy controlled equipped, so just like all the other Lionel Vision Line challengers. Oh, and I forgot to say, according to Lionel.com, the price is right up there at eight hundred dollars. Um, legacy controlled equipped Odyssey Two with an on-off switch. Um, the rail sounds. Let's talk about that. So the sound featuring is an independent adjustable volume control. You can actually do that on locomotive and on your controller. Um, it allows you to use the remote controller to lower the level of the background effects, such as RPM levels, while keeping operator-controlled effects, such as the horn, at full volume. True Rail Dialog. I have no clue what that is. Activate your upgraded dialog features, which boost realistic dialog sequences and the most authentic railroad technology possible. Also, dialog sequences can change with engine operation and user control to rail signals. To activate the quilling horn and user playable bell featuring continuous or single hit, let's talk about that for a second. So continuous is if you push up and hold it, it'll keep going. Single hit is if you push up and let go, and you can do that in any sequence to get that. And then with variable intensity, there's a dedicated cab to control for both horn and bell functions, six optional railroad speeds with crew talk dialogue, eight diesel RPM levels, multi-level of realistic engine sounds, depending on whether one, two, or three, Simulated genset engines are in use. High torque motor with maintenance, free flywheel, front and rear electrocouplers, which means you can throw them from the remote. Traction tires, more realistic and prototypical frame mounted pilot, fan driven smoke unit, adjustable smoke output, directional lighting, including LED headlights on the front and rear. Okay, let's talk about LED headlights. Um, Lionel used to use. Um, incandescent bulbs, but they switched over to LEDs. Well, of course, LEDs last much, much longer. Incandescents, you know, burn out, and you have to replace them. It's just hard on an engine. So you got to do that every now and again, and, well, that's eliminated with putting LED headlights in. Oscillating dish lights on the front and rear of the locomotive, depending on direction. Okay, so let's talk about this. This is a feature that applies to some of the gensets, not all of them. Because some of them, when you blow the horn, oscillates, and some of them don't. So that's another piece. But it always oscillates when you're in a slow, restricted speed. Um, illuminated number boards, same with the Challenger. Ground lights on the sides. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. I did get my Challenger in. Um, it's a very nice one. It's got the ground lights on the sides. It's got enhanced realistic lighting and cab interior. It's got a die-cast metal body and die-cast metal trucks, pilot, and fuel tank. Metal frame. That is actually true with everything on the Challenger, too. Um, it's all die-cast. Um, 
realistic open vents, opening and closing exhaust stack, cover synchronized with smoke output, smoke exhaust output. Smoke exhaust emits from one, two, or three smoke stacks. Separately applied realistic metal, metal details. And operating compartment doors reveal hidden details and control switches. Let's talk about that. So that's where you'll find the program run switch, actually, and the smoke on-off switch, the Odyssey 2 speed on-off switch, and the volume knob. Um, we've got a detailed and degraded cab interior with enhanced panel detail, movable roof, and the engineering conductor figures. The vision line gen set product specifications so the rail line is norfolk southern that's one of them i know another one's union pacific csx bnsf and there are many road numbers standard o scale which is different than most um brand lino minimum curve is 042 to 054 is what's recommended Dimensions, coupler length to length is approximately 16 inches. Is there anything I missed? Um, I'll elaborate on a couple things here quickly. The um, realistic open vents are actually very cool because you can see through them into the locomotive. Um, the illuminated number boards are cool if you run at night. Um, Die-cast metal body, metal trucks, pilot and fuel tank, and the frame give it more weight so that you have enough weight on there to actually get a nice traction with it. So this thing will pull quite a few cars. Um, the flywheel and the, and the torque on the motor is um, very important to this locomotive. This locomotive needs high torque because it's going to be pulling cars out of the yard and onto the departure track and eventually will be um, taking trains apart. So that's going to be the hard part without that flywheel in there, taking the trains apart. So, traction tires, you kind of need those. That's what helps you get the locomotive that can actually take a whole bunch of stuff, or not stuff, um, what's it called? A whole bunch of cars and actually pull them. Gives up the pulling power. Sorry, I'm tired. Um, ground lighting on the sides. So there are LEDs on the sides. I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now about where that is. I think it's over the two trucks that the genset has. Um, and a cool thing about this. It's the National Railway Equipment Company. 
is striving to make the cleanest and most efficient switchers. And they are just doing a very good job at it. Now this is real world stuff again. 700 horsepower engines or generators are set to max only when it needs it. And so the first one just has 700 horsepower, the second one just has 700, and the third one has 700. So 2100 horsepower if all of them are on. Um, So the independently, a pair, or all three. Um, depending on the load it has, it'll be independent if it has no load for sure. Two if it's got a little bit of load. Three if it's got a heavy load. Um, that's that. Um, another thing is the... Legacy control mode, train master control mode, and conventional with a standard transformer. Odyssey 2 speed has an on and off switch, like I said. Um, the sound system featuring independent adjustable volume control. Um, authentic railroad. Terminology possible. Also, dialogue sequences can change with engine operation, which means it is either moving or standing still, or if you have the aux one key pressed, or if you don't have the aux one key pressed. And that is one of the coolest things that you know I've ever seen. So we'll figure this out and. Um, I forget where the traction tires are. I think they're the two on the rear side of the rear track. With the, um, oh, what is it? With the two that are more towards the middle, I think those are the, the um, traction tire wheels. And hopefully a hard hitchcock is listening out there because... I would love to actually do a real review on one of these things. Um, I'd love to see them come back. Okay, this is a cool part. Removable cab roof. You can actually stick extra crew figures in there then. Um, yeah, it's literally held on by a magnet. A magneto, as I like to call it. So yes, I have about 9,200 more things to talk about. Um, so yeah, the, the curves. This is a long diesel. Um, it's scale. That's why they need the O54, which is the recommended one. Well, you can operate on 042, but 054 is kind of what it needs. Um, and when I say it's scale, it means that the um, pilot 
is not attached to the truck, it's actually attached to the locomotive. So therefore, you got, it doesn't get the swing that the um, L-gauge stuff does. Uh, yeah. Same with the Challenger, which I just just got a little bit ago. Um, beautiful locomotive. She smokes. Boy, does she smoke. She'll fill my bedroom in five minutes. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to make something here and talk about it. What smoke fluid do we want to use? Um, Lionel is the best for the Lionel smoke unit. Um, not the best, the safest. I use a little bit of MTH in my smoke fluid, and that stuff pumps out like it's nobody's business. Also, JT's Mega Steam is a pretty good one, too. Um, yeah, so... When we get done with this episode, then the next one will be the centipede. And then we'll be talking about the GG1 that Lionel put out a few years ago. Um, I think they're putting it back out. No, that's the bipolar. The bipolar is what they're putting back out. They put it back. They are releasing a tin plate version of it, too. Um, but anyways, this is a really good locomotive. I've seen it in action. For the price, it's actually really good. This is all die-cast metal and everything. So I guess that'll be it, guys. Um, tune back in next time when we talk about the, uh, what is it? The GG1, or not the GG1, the Centipede. Um, and then I guess we'll uh, take her from there. Uh, talk to you later. Oh, and make sure you comment, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever you do. And that'll help me, and I'll appreciate it a lot. Thanks. Bye. So this is Legacy Control Equipped, just like all the other Lionel Vision Line Challengers. Oh, and I forgot to say, according to Lionel.com, the price is right up there at $800. Um, Legacy Controlled Equipped, Odyssey 2 with an on-off switch. Um, the rail sounds, let's talk about that. So the sound featuring is an independent adjustable volume control. You can actually do that on a locomotive and on your controller. Um, it allows you to... Use the remote controller to lower the level of the background effects, such as RPM levels, while keeping operator-controlled effects, such as the horn, at full volume. True Rail Dialog. have no clue what that is. Activate your upgraded dialog features, which boost realistic dialog sequences and the most authentic railroad technology possible. Also, dialogue sequences can change with the engine operation and user control. Two rail signals. To activate the quilling horn and user playable bell featuring 
Continuous or single hit. Let's talk about that for a second. So continuous is if you push up and hold it, it'll keep going. Single hit is if you push up and let go. And you can do that in any sequence to get that. And then with variable intensity, there's a dedicated cab to control for both horn and bell functions. Six optional railroad speeds with crew talk dialogue. Eight diesel RPM levels. Multi-level of realistic engine sounds, depending on whether one, two, or three simulated genset engines are in use. High torque motor with maintenance, free flywheel, front and rear electrocouplers, which means you can throw them from the remote. Traction tires, more realistic and prototypical frame-mounted pilot, fan-driven smoke unit, adjustable smoke output. Directional lighting, including LED headlights on the front and rear. Okay, let's talk about LED headlights. Um, Lionel used to use um, incandescent bulbs, but they switched over to LEDs. Well, of course, LEDs last much, much longer. Incandescents, you know, burn out, and you have to replace them, which is hard on an engine. So you got to do that every now and again, and, well, that's eliminated with putting LED headlights in. Oscillating dish lights on the front and rear of the locomotive, depending on direction. Okay, so let's talk about this. This is a feature that applies to some of the gen sets, not all of them. Because some of them, when you blow the horn, oscillates. And some of them don't. So that's another piece. But it always oscillates when you're in a slow, restricted speed. Um... Illuminated number boards, same with the Challenger. Ground lights on the sides. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. I did get my Challenger in. Um, it's a very nice one. It's got the ground lights on the sides. It's got enhanced realistic lighting and cab interior. It's got a die-cast metal body and die-cast metal trucks, pilot, and fuel tank. Metal frame. That is actually true with everything on the Challenger, too. Um, it's all die-cast. Um, realistic open vents. Opening and closing exhaust stack. Covers synchronized with smoke output. Smoke exhaust output. Smoke exhaust emits from one, two, or three smoke stacks. Separately applied realistic metal, metal details and operating compartment doors reveal hidden details and control switches. Let's talk about that. So that's where you'll find the program run switch, actually, and the smoke on-off switch, the Odyssey 2 speed on-off switch, and the volume knob. Um... We've got a detailed and degraded cab interior with enhanced panel detail, movable roof, and the engineering conductor figures. The Vision Line Gen Set product specifications. So the rail line is Norfolk Southern. That's one of them. I know another one's Union Pacific, CSX, BNSF, and there are many road numbers. Standard O scale, which is different than most. Um, brand Lionel. 
Minimum curve is 042 to 054 is what's recommended. Dimensions, coupler length to length is approximately 16 inches. Is there anything I missed? Um, I'll elaborate on a couple things here quickly. The um, realistic open vents are actually very cool because you can see through them into the locomotive. Um, the illuminated number boards are cool if you run at night. Um, die cast metal body, metal trucks, pilot and fuel tank, and the frame give it more weight so that you have enough weight on there to actually get a nice traction with it. So this thing will pull quite a few cars. Um, the flywheel and the, and the torque on the motor is um, very important to this locomotive. This locomotive needs high torque because it's going to be pulling cars out of the yard and onto the departure track and eventually we'll be um, taking trains apart so that's going to be the hard part without that flywheel in there taking the trains apart so traction tires you kind of need those that's what helps you get the locomotive that can actually take a whole bunch of stuff, or not stuff, um, what's it called? A whole bunch of cars and actually pull them. Gives up the pulling power. Sorry, I'm tired. Um, ground lighting on the sides. So there are LEDs on the sides. I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now about where that is. I think it's over the two trucks that the genset has. Um, and a cool thing about this is the National Railway Equipment Company is striving to make the cleanest and most efficient switchers and they are just doing a very good job at it. Now this is real world stuff again. 700 horsepower engines or generators are set to max only when it needs it. And so the first one just has 700 horsepower, the second one just has 700, and the third one has 700. So 2100 horsepower if all of them are on. Um, so the independently, a pair, or all three. Um, depending on the load it has, it'll be independent if it has no load for sure. Two if it's got a little bit of load. Three if it's got a heavy load. Um, that's that. Um, another thing is the legacy control mode, train master control mode, 
and conventional with a standard transformer. Odyssey 2 speed has an on and off switch, like I said. Um, the sound system featuring independent adjustable volume control. Um, authentic railroad terminology possible. Also, dialogue sequences can change with engine operation, which means it is either moving or standing still, or if you have the aux one key pressed, or if you don't have the aux one key pressed. And that is one of the coolest things that, you know, I've ever seen. So we'll figure this out, and um, I forget where the traction tires are. I think they're the two on the rear side three track with the um oh what is it with the two that are more towards the middle I think those are the the um traction tire wheels and hopefully a hard hitchcock is listening out there because I would love to actually do a real review on one of these things. Um I'd love to see them come back. Okay, this is a cool part. Removable cab roof. You can actually stick extra crew figures in there then. Um, yeah, it's literally held on by a magnet. A magneto, as I like to call it. So, yes. I have about... 9,200 more things to talk about. Um, so, yeah, the, the curves. This is a long diesel. Um, it's scale. That's why they need the 054, which is the recommended one. You can operate on 042. 54 is kind of what it needs um, and when I say it's scale it means that the um, pilot is not attached to the truck it's actually attached to the locomotive so therefore you got, it doesn't get the swing that the um, gauge stuff does uh, yeah same with the Challenger, which I just just got a little bit ago. Um, beautiful locomotive. She smokes. Boy, does she smoke. She'll fill my bedroom in five minutes. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to make something here and talk about it. What smoke fluid do we want to use? Um, Lionel is the best for the Lionel smoke unit. Um, all the best, the safest. I use a little bit of MTH in my smoke fluid, and that stuff pumps out like it's nobody's business. Also, JT's Mega Steam is a pretty good one, too. Um, yeah, so... When we get done 
with this episode, then the next one will be the centipede. And then we'll be talking about the GG1 that Lino put out a few years ago. Um, I think they're putting it back out. No, that's the bipolar. The bipolar is what they're putting back out. They put it back. They are releasing a tin plate version of it, too. Um, but anyways, this is a really good locomotive. I've seen it in action. For the price, it's actually really good. This is all die-cast metal and everything. So I guess that'll be it, guys. Um, tune back in next time when we talk about the, uh, what is it? The GG1, or not the GG1, the Centipede. Um, and then I guess we'll uh, take her from there. Uh, talk to you later. Oh, and make sure you comment, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever you do. And that'll help me, and I'll appreciate it a lot. Thanks. Bye.